is Kate Judge. Hi, this is Claire Berrios. <laughs> and this is Mominous. Mominous. The podcast that actually explores the creepy shit that your kids say, mostly because your kids are creeps. <laughs> not mine. Yeah, mm-hmm. not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, before we get into the creepy shit today, we're talking about wistful longing. Wait, wait. No. No, wait. I actually have a correction to the previous episode. Are you ready? Yeah. So, you know how I was talking about Arlo. His name is Argo. Like the Ben Affleck movie. Yes. It's a good correction. (laughs) So Dan listened to the episode. My my ass just tightened (laughs) up. I was like, Kate said something that we don't want to slap our name on. (laughs) No, Dan was listening to the episode and he said, this is great. You guys are funny. You know his name is Argo, right? (laughs) (laughs) You know your child, right? Right? <laughs> we could do an episode on husband subcontext. That might be an ombudcomer. No, that's way too intellectual for me. I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna get lost in Dan's mind. Okay. Well, today we're talking about wistful longing. <laughs> the shit you miss deeply. <laughs> After you become a mom, that you had no fucking idea you missed. And I have a bunch of specific ones. You go ahead and go first. Okay. This is a big deal. It's going to the movies. I didn't know going to the movies goes away. I used to go to the movies. Temporarily. What? Only temporarily. Right. All of this shit. Well, like, my tits are gone. (laughs) And I wistfully long for them. That's actually one of mine. My pre-pregnancy tummy. (laughs) Oh, gone. But, I don't know. Maybe it'll come back. But never like it was in my 20s. I would go to the movies and I would get a jumbo bucket of popcorn and this was after like I discovered myself and my confidence to ask for what I wanted and I'd ask for a jumbo bucket of popcorn (laughs) only filled halfway and I'd cover that bitch in butter like yeah like a classy bitch does yeah and then I'd take it back with no shame and be like, top it off, Pedro, I paid for this. Like Whoa, Pedro or Michael. (laughs) fuck we're gonna edit that one right out (laughs) hell no we're not (laughs) um (laughs) but i would cover it in pop in butter and then go and watch a movie or like two two yeah sometimes i god hedonism bot over here yeah i would like Fully, deeply, grossly go to the movies, eat a thousand calories in yellow liquid (laughs) on my popcorn, and that was it. And that's gone. Like, (laughs) gone. (laughs) I think it's for the better. It's like you can wistfully long after that, but in terms of your health, 
Yeah. I'm actually, I'm okay with you not doing that. I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) I miss it. I miss it so bad. (laughs) Okay, so that's my first movies. And specifically, like, a fountain of movie theater butter. Yeah. Well, you'll get that back. I don't know. When our kids are, like, five or six, we can start taking to the movies, right? Yeah, I know they do the, like, I'm not going to take my kid to, like, Frozen 2 and get a jumbo bucket of popcorn and sit there for hours. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, I don't want to teach them to be like me. Oh, my God. The moment that I am able to sit my children down and have them watch <laughs> eight hours of Special Victims Unit is the moment that I live my life to the fullest. That's so I thought you were going to be like Frozen and Brave and you're like fucking S Fucking Elliot and Olivia forever. (laughs) (laughs) If they go and for show and tell they just recite that (laughs) the intro, I will be a happy mother. That I can count that as one of my great successes as a parent. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wow. Bringing in the Olivia... What's her name? Benson. How and dare you? I was thinking of Coleman, because I just watched Fleabag, <laughs> which is the greatest show oh, I've ever God, seen. Oh, God, it's so good. And Olivia Coleman is just, just... Oh, she's a jewel. I can't. Hot Priest. That's oh, the, the Hot Priest show. is amazing. Yes. No, I'm, I'm very pleased with Fleabag, mostly because I watch it um, when I'm working from home <laughs> on Fridays. <laughs> This leads into one of mine. Okay. So it's like lazy weekends. And I don't mean, you know, I'm not going to be so PC. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it's because, you know, I just like to catch up on my intellectual reading. I legitimately want to lay in bed and watch Special Victims Unit. Yeah. I I just, that's what I want to do sometimes. Yeah. And and I will get up and I will shower and I will brush my teeth. I won't shower. That's a lie. That's a lie. (laughs) But I will do this. And then I'll be okay for a couple of months. But, like, every once in a while, I just need to do it. And now I can't because I have two demons spawn that are, you know, yeah. like. And Dan's great. Dan takes care of them when, I, when I'm when i sick. But, you know, I'm sorry. But you asking just, him to take them for all day, you know, for the entire day just so I can. Pull your dick and watch. I can watch episodes that I 100% have seen already. Because <laughs> there's no shot I haven't. It's just. It's this. It's the fact that you used to waste time joyfully. It was so great. It and wasn't it was a waste. A, it was not it was a waste. A, that's fair. It. Here's the deal. I could totally get a sitter, and go and do my bucket of butter, double feature. I could do that. I just don't choose that with my time anymore because things have become distilled in my life. In a really intense way. Well, that's because your uh, your wistful longing made you gain weight, and mine gave me a law degree. So, <laughs> Jerry Orbach's in the house. <laughs> so he's like, "I have a parking ticket." I'm like, "That is that's Corpus Mutterambi." <laughs> oh shit, that's Harry Potter merged. <laughs> no, it's 100 Harry Potter. <laughs> Expecto Patronum. <laughs> I wonder what a judge would do if I just came into the court like Avada Kedavra. 
Did you just threaten to kill me, bitch? Oh, I mean, a little bit. It wouldn't be the first I'm time. I'm Slytherin, so. Oh my god, I'm Slytherin. No, I'm totally Hufflepuff. And then I took it again, and I tested for Gryffindor because I stacked the deck. Well, no, I mean, everybody wants to be a Gryffindor, but like, let's be honest. I am. I am a Gryffindor. I could see you being I'm a Gryffindor. Gryffindor. I could also see you being Hufflepuff, but I am straight motherfucking Slytherin. I did the test online. Did you do it? I don't need a test to know no, you're that, that my blood is green. But we'd be silver. like... Hufflepuff pals. Yeah, we, 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 we could we could we could cross party lines. We could meet in the Great Hall and get up to some shenanigans. Oh man, I I see a whole Harry Potter episode happening. <laughs> Can't wait. All right, what's your second one? Um, okay, one's like really expositive about me and like very schmoopy and Katie's insecure, and one's just like oh, straight man. up. Which one do you want? I want the schmoopy one. Feeling hot. I don't feel hot anymore. I get that. Yeah. I understand that. Like, I I don't think I ever felt like I was a hottie. I had the most beautiful friends in high school. It was absurd. Like, they were literally, like, guys were going crazy for them, and I was like, the funny one. <laughs> <laughs> but now that I look at pictures, I'm like, that wasn't bad for, like, the funny one. I was definitely the funny one, and the, my other friends were just like, one looked like Buttercup from what's that movie? I Princess don't Buttercup. know what you're um, referencing. It's like the movie of our generation, and I'm embarrassed. Princess Bride. She looked like Buttercup. She kind of still does, and she's had a kid, which makes me sick. Karen, if you're listening, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then the other two are just like goddesses. And then I just was like the frumpy pale one who was a hoot and a good pal. And that was all fine and good. And then I was like, you know, I moved to the city in my 20s and I looked all right for a hot second. And then I had two kids and now I don't feel hot anymore. And I, for a moment in there, felt like I was okay. And that was fun. (laughs) I wistfully longed for that I understand that completely because sometimes I put on dresses that I know look decent on me, but I'm like... (gasps) mom shouldn't wear this like <laughs> nope nope the tummy nope the tummy is droopy like I can't pull this off like you know and and then you know I find myself I'm in like fucking Eileen Fisher's section of the department oh my God. like oh these I are want, practical and lovely I want to make out with Eileen Fisher no you don't I fucking do I love those clothes the pleated khakis they're amazing right, I, I did wear it. pleated khakis today <laughs> but they were old navy so fuck you <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I like it. I like her box tops. I like her kimonos. It's all good. <laughs> I don't feel hot anymore, and I was fully No, I get that. It. But, you know, sometimes I catch myself, like, when I'm at a restaurant, and, you know, before, I would be very cognizant of how people were looking at me. So my back would be straight, my tits would mm-hmm. be out and everything, and now I'm just hunched over like Schroeder. You know, yeah, uh, trying to get some yoga exactly. into somebody's <laughs> trying to coax a little bit yeah. of macaroni and cheese into a mouth hole. <laughs> I look like the letter C. <laughs> I walk around like that. And... <laughs> this is my existence now. Yeah. Um, yep. I understand that completely, though. I do employ a team of people to try and regain some of that. I'm going to consider and I spend so much money on housewife crack. Rodan and Fields. What is that? It's a skincare line that all all the hot burb moms use. Is it good? Or is it just I don't like... know. I buy into it. My friend Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Is it a pyramid scheme? No, it's not a pyramid scheme. Is it? 
Is it a pyramid scheme? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> oh my god, it is. <laughs> Oh, my God. Motherfucker. Motherfucker with their motherfucking pyramid schemes. Mm-hmm. Juice Plus is a pyramid scheme, too. Fine. I'm not talking about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Mine, another one of mine is just the absence of guilt. So, I used to do things, oh, yeah, and I used man. to do things without thinking about it, and it was easy, and it was simple, and, mm-hmm. and I could just go forth and have fun and now every move I make and every word that comes out of my mouth to my children I feel guilt in some way it's like am I saying this right should I know what to say you know what I mean like you're gonna carry this with you forever exactly it's like I know that I'm gonna fuck them up I just don't know to what degree and the guilt is you know it's hard the guilt like you know when you even go out for like a night on your own with your friends and, you know, what's the first thing that people ask? Like, where are the kids? And yeah. it's like, okay, well, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I thought you had them. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? You said you would watch them. <laughs> Fuck what you, kids? Amanda. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> no, I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm Irish Catholic. The guilt is strong. Yeah. It would be. It would be. No, it's that's that's definitely something that I struggle with is just not <clears throat> being comfortable with anything that I do because I'm either if it's too much for me, then I'm not being true to my kids. If it's too much to my kids, I'm not being true to me. And then my poor husband gets lost in the whole thing. Yeah. And that's a whole nother layer to it is like, am I being a good wife? And I hate that statement more than anything in the entire world because you can't define what a good wife is. It's stupid. You know, it's just you didn't you don't realize until you make these families how much guilt is involved with maintaining them and trying to maintain yourself too there's so much pressure put on the woman to get it right too oh 100% speaking from my perspective which is my own little path but i totally feel like it's all on me to get all of it right and everybody else just needs to you know react to all the wonder that i create (laughs) and i know that that's not real and that everybody that i'm hanging with doesn't feel that way either but dude i totally get the the guilt feeling it's exhausting and it's sad (laughs) it can be sad it can be really sad it can be it can be very frustrating and then sometimes you like hang out with a couple of other moms that are feeling that way and then you get a couple drinks in I you know. and you're like, let's shed that for each other. And I know. feel good. And- <laughs> if anybody has any like helpful tips on managing, just email us, momonestpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, please. Yeah. I would love to hear thoughts yeah. on that because there's a lot of women that I know that have actually moved through this or never touched on it. And I need that wisdom in my life. Oh, and that's another thing. Sometimes I don't feel guilt, and then I feel guilt for not feeling guilt. Awesome. And I'm like, oh, I should feel guilty about this. And I'm like, nah. 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 Moving on. Nah. But that's just you training your body not to be stupid about enjoying your life. I know. That's a good thing. I know. (laughs) Tell that to Becky on the the online forum board. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So my not sad one is... um, And I I actually wrote this one down. Not wearing nursing bras. I can't stop myself. 
I am not breastfeeding. I haven't been breastfeeding for a long time now. I'm wearing nursing bra. Right meow. (laughs) (laughs) And like mm, 90% of the time, I used to think, oh, I've got a date tonight. I'm going to buy a bra that matches the panties that come with it. Now, I don't miss that shit. That's expensive and probably stupid, but nursing bras are just... I never wore one because I didn't breastfeed. That's right. I didn't breastfeed, so I never wore one. Well, let me tell you, there's something magical about how they feel, and there's something that just stays with you. If you wear one, you just... Is it the same thing when you pull on... um... Uh, what's the word? Maternity jeans. After which not I'm wearing. also wearing right now. And my daughter is. <laughs> you are not. Are you really? Yeah. Prove it. They're stretching like crazy. <laughs> There's no <laughs> zipper. They're just like That's they're amazing. jeggings. <laughs> no, when I pulled out my when I got pregnant again and I pulled out those maternity jeans, I was like, "Hello, old friend." Oh. It's nice to see you again. Everybody's got a different pair of like magic maternity jeans. I was my my girlfriend's pregnant right now, and we were at T ball, and she was talking about how she fucking hates the ones that pull like the pole hoist ones that go oh, up and those. under. I love those ones. She doesn't care for those, but she had not heard about the ones that have like the light band that go ah. underneath the belly and kind of like scooch and lift. Those are all. I've never met a pair of maternity <laughs> jeans that I don't like. And I can in-depth describe and help you visualize them, like all those I men just, that are listening right now. <laughs> I just couldn't deal with the ones that were under the bump. Do you know I what I mean? Them. Like I was, I was stuck. I'd be in the middle of, like, fucking Target, and I'd be pulling it up, like, don't look at me. Wait, wait, no, look at, look over there. No, do look at me. No, Look don't. at the pumpkin spice candles. Look at them. <laughs> Smell them. I'm gonna There's pull a glass of monkeys on it. I'm sure your kids want it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like the under maternity jeans, but you have to wear them at the right time. Like, My right time was never. Yep, fair. Because I like high waisted pants, so I don't have to yank them up in the middle of Target. And also, you're like you're like like one of those cool Brooklyn moms who wears like the high waisted pants. Fuck <gasps> you with the Brooklyn speak. Oh Brooklyn is God. amazing. I don't like Brooklyn. No, I do. So it was a compliment. Well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate the compliment. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many Brooklynites in our town, though, that I yeah. can't actually say. I shouldn't be saying that. Oh, we should cut that. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. If my shit stays, your shit stays. Actually, circling back, that's my last one is my pre-pregnancy tummy. Oh, God. Like, yeah. I have that elephant skin nonsense happening that crepey just you know it's like a sad it's like a sad deflated bouncy castle on my stomach when i lie down and then what if i drink too much seltzer it blows up a little bit (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't love my stomach although i have to say like i have to stop with the body hate i hated my body before i had kids and now i wistfully long for it and I think, like, someday I'm going to be like, oh, you were... You were so tiny. You were so cute. And you had two babies climbing all over you all the time. And you hated that, too. Like, <laughs> I get it. But, yeah, no, I totally have... I, I tell Jamie, it's so gross. It looks like a baggie of oatmeal. <laughs> it's so bad. 
but I'm getting cryotherapy. <laughs> oh, that's so, that's so, so visual. Bad. No. Oh, it's a visual language. Well, yeah, I'm not good at that. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Missing the old bod. Missing the old not gross bod. <laughs> oh, on that note. <laughs> on that note, um, should we get into yes. the stories? Okay, so we have some creepy lines from some creepy babes who are just just creepy pulled forth from our mom community that shared them with us okay i want to go first i love it because you went first last time it's only fair and i stole your one and you stole my one bitch um okay this is a creepy one it comes from lauren and she says hi uh, first off, I'm jealous you, you're actually doing this. I thought about it for a while, lol. And here I was thinking this was an original fucking idea. Oh, God. But it turns it. out. Lauren fucking thought of Lauren it first. Lauren thought of it first. But we moved on it. Suck it, Lauren. <laughs> Dude, she contributed <laughs> the story. But also, suck it, Lauren. <laughs> anyway, she says it was the freakiest thing. My husband and I were sitting there, and all of a sudden we hear this deep, raspy voice kind of like vocal fry almost like a monster i can send you a recording of me doing it i did not get that recording but i also kind of don't want to because i can understand what she's saying but step up lauren <laughs> god damn it lauren um okay she continues and you hear this voice and in between she's yelling in her own voice help me help me then you hear the deep voice again, and then she's yelling, help me, help me. <gasps> I know. It was several minutes of this. It sounded like she was possessed. Oh, my God. She was like, my, my husband and I were so freaked. It stopped, and both of us were like, um, someone should go check on her, but neither of us wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> I like you again, Lauren. That was funny. Oh, Lauren. And then she said, wait. She did it one other time a year later when we were on vacation. We never asked her about it. It was one of those things that we were like, we just don't want to know, which I relate to a thousand percent. Yeah, sometimes you just don't touch on the subject. Wow, Lauren. This is fucking crazy, right? I would make my husband go check on the baby if I were you. I wonder how old that kid was. I don't know. <clears throat> she doesn't say. I don't know. She, she doesn't really say. So, anyway, but that was, oh, God, that's just, that to me is the creepiest one. Just because it's, oh, well, first off, I hate um, exorcisms. And that sounds like an exorcism kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? With, like, the possession and stuff. Like, that just, oh, 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 I don't don't like it. But kids just have such vivid imaginations. I can't believe that, like, James is still, I'm waiting for his first, like, really creepy thing to say. But he comes up with the craziest stuff. And he has these, like, deep, thought-out adventures that he goes on. And he's only four. So. Listen, when he does come up with something creepy, it's going to be, like, it's going to be going, He's going to go you're gonna be You're going to go directly to M. Night Shyamalan's office and, oh, boy, do I have a pitch for you. I love those movies. and I do, I too. Why does everybody think he's a douchebag? Because I don't think he's a douchebag. Is he? I don't know. Everybody makes fun of him. But honestly, The Village, I loved The Village. I loved The Village, too. Unpopular opinion. 
it's like a trash bag movie after you know what's going to happen at the end. I know. But <laughs> you know like what it it's fucking ridiculous. What the fuck? I actually but remember the spoil- moment where I was like, "Huh?" is when they reference a dumpster. Yeah. And it's supposed to be this like puritanical era and they're like, "Oh, and they left him in a dumpster." And I'm like, "Do they have dumpsters back then? Can we say dumpsters? Can we say dumpsters?" Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. And the happening. Fucking Mark Wahlberg getting slaughtered by plants. Sign me the fuck up. That movie is amazing. That movie. that movie is so fucking stupid and I love it. I watch it all the time. Really? Like, sometimes it's on HBO and I'll, or like, you know, when you were like, breastfeeding or whatever the fuck like when you're busy and you're like oh the happening yeah i, I definitely I, I watched uh orange is the new black Never when seen. i was when i was doing the the nighttime or you know the daytime frankly orange waiting. is the new black yeah oh i can't with do my it. mom it was all the lesbian sex and my mom's just like oh my oh dear oh is that what actually happens <laughs> i'm like i don't know mom why are you asking me <laughs> also there's nothing wrong with it mom yeah I'd rather that than the alternate in prison. Um, but back to kids saying creepy shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so mine is historical in context. Oh, dear. Um, I, I'm going to say the theme is reincarnation. And this little man said, when my kid was, well, this mom said, when my kid was four, we were watching a documentary on the Titanic they were watching Titanic. Yeah, probably. They can say documentary all they want, but they were they were one hundred percent watching Rose Dawson, not she Sharon was Dorr so with Jack fucking watching the Titanic. Yeah, that's one hundred percent what was happening, and I love it. The scene was a picture of the boiler room. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It was Titanic. It was Titanic. The movie. Yeah. We, we know. We you. know. We know. <laughs> we see you. And the camera panned from left to right. He pointed at the TV and said, "That's wrong." The boilers were on the other side, and I was right there. No! He pointed to a small space in the boiler room. That's where I was, and that's why I don't like water now. Oh, my God! What the fuck? When Junior doesn't want to dunk his head underwater, it's because he was shoveling coal (laughs) in the Titanic, and you don't fucking make him do it, Mom! Is that also why he doesn't like string quartets? Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, those motherfuckers. I know. They're like, they should be listening that to was- Rachmaninoff while they die. <laughs> it was a soundtrack to my death, it was. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's awful. <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift's going to be the soundtrack to my death. I already know that. Oh, my God. I love her. Have you listened to the new album? Nope. Doesn't want to talk about it. Doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> Doesn't want to talk about it. Shut me down. Well, I have. And Lover's my favorite song, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'll listen to it because you speak so highly of it. It's amazing. She's amazing. I love her. I think she's super cool. I know. You just said she was going to be the soundtrack to your death. I'm assuming no, you I planned have... out like a lovely death. <laughs> Where you're like surrounded by your loved ones and slowly falling asleep. And there are flowers everywhere and Taylor Swift is playing. It's definitely going to be shaking off. It's going to be like, oh, grandmama, I'm so sorry that you're dying. Like, Haters gonna hate, 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 hate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I want my grandkids to call me grandmama. 
Okay, my turn. <clears throat> Go on, Grandmama. Grandmama. So Harriet uh, references... Fake name. No, it's not. I got it from Facebook. <laughs> Nothing's fake on Facebook. No one has a fake Nobody's name on got Facebook. Got a fake name on Facebook. Especially me. <laughs> All right. So Harriet says, "Kid keeps referring to the man with no dealers, whatever this means." So she says, "He's been making appearances in our walls, apparently, on and off for six months, according mm. to our four-year-old." Always seem to start talking about him when I'm home alone with the kids. He's following me. He's coming. The man with no dealers is in the crack in the wall. He lives there. He's coming. He fought me and daddy in my dream last night, etc., etc., etc. And then days later, maybe the man with no dealers has no friends because he's bad. What the fuck? That's not my, like... That's not my commentary. She literally says, what the fuck? I have no idea where this character came from, why he has that name, why he lives in our walls, tends to be discussed when my husband is away, and slowly has a narrative and origin story building around him. We won't hear about him for weeks or months, and then suddenly he's been in a dream and we have another creepy, vivid story. Wow. I mean, kids totally build up these, like, bad guys to cover their own tracks. A particularly this kid's haunted. Bad guy, <laughs> like hiding in the walls. <laughs> like you can't even blame it on like Arrested Development or anything. Like you can't. Like that's just an original thought that he had, and it got put in his head someplace. <laughs> I just appreciate it. I love the idea that like all kids are just working us hardcore and creating these like insane terrifying stories so that we're like let them just play we're scared <laughs> i would love nothing more oh god i know okay i have one that cracked me the fuck up and it's short and sweet okay it's from allison and she said full disclosure this was during a t night terror last year so he wasn't fully awake but it still creeps me out every time i think about it my son was clutching his stomach and shouting, doomed! <laughs> We're all doomed! <laughs> that's so good. It's so good. Oh, God. That's, yeah. that's like a Coen Brothers movie. Like. Yes! Like, this kid's like, it's over! Just do what you want! Oh, <laughs> I love it. Oh, I want to be that kid's friend. Yeah, I do too. Okay, um, my last one is kind of lighthearted. Oh, I love pretty it. pretty cute. So it's from Rachel, and she says that her daughter told her about a creature called a hedgie. Oh. It has small ears and two spikes and a horn like a unicorn. It's small and has eyes that are like slots, but you can see the eyeballs are green. It kind of slithers like a worm. Jesus. Yep. Jesus. She said I had to write that all down because, whoa, it lives by the beach and is soft to touch and it has a little tuft of hair on the top of its head. Specific. It's so specific. That's a motherfucking gremlin. Yeah. She's right? driving a gremlin. Did she see the movie, maybe? I don't know. Mm. 
I'd be more scared by Jennifer Aniston's nose, but a bing. (laughs) Was mommy, after she watched Titanic, perhaps watching Gremlins? Gremlins. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, I love it. Okay, so um, this one's in honor of Halloween because it's October. And everybody loves a witch. Laura said, when I was three, I freaked my mom out because I told her I could read before I died. (laughs) Before they burned me. (laughs) She's a witch! She's a witch! (laughs) Laura, I dig your shit, and I don't think you're a witch. Book! (laughs) Come Self-known. If you don't know what movie we're talking about, fuck get you. the fuck out now. <laughs> Just lucky, I guess. <laughs> Can we just make a whole podcast of Hocus Pocus references? Yes. <laughs> it's my favorite movie. It's my favorite movie. Well, it's my favorite movie. No, it's mine. This is over. <laughs> Second and last... Okay, um, do you, I think that's it, right? That's all we had for today. Yeah, I mean, those are my shares. Those are my wistful longings. Um, I love everyone that's sending us their awesome stories. And if you have a story to send in, email us at mominousspodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this part because Jane, because Katie fucked it up the last time. Oh, and someone knows my name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jamie Oops. fucked it up last time. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. All right. So uh, just remember, when your kids say creepy things, don't let it bother you. Call your local priest. But call your local priest. Don't. Don't turn around. <laughs> Flawless as usual. Mominous was created and produced by Claire Barrios and Katie Judge and written by your weirdo children. <laughs>